0: Time for Rolling. Welcome to Time for Rolling Esports, the weekly podcast that brings you Vainglory Esports. From predictions to recaps and analysis, we present to you the best in professional Vainglory. Now, here's your hosts, Inglis and Crude Sloth. It's Time for Rolling
1: Hey, hello, and welcome to Time for Rolling Esports, episode 104. Crude Sloth and I are back for a prediction episode of weekend number four. And let me tell you, this weekend number four was finally a good weekend of Vainglory. Like, a solid weekend of Vainglory.
0: We had a couple of shake-ups.
1: Look, it's it's Sunday. Uh, I graduated yesterday. We are currently drinking kind of uh just continuing on this party weekend
0: an adult beverage
1: an adult beverage on this lovely sunday afternoon banglory just ended uh not long ago we are going to quickly go through our naeu recap we're gonna start the process of discussing power rankings it's not gonna be finalized because there's just a lot to look at when it comes to um you know records and team and score wise but you know eu for the most part there were a few you know kind of a few crazy things that happened um but o- over what
0: quick shout out to the vpl for uh, having the power rankings i'm not sure who gave you guys that great idea but uh, <laughs> yeah. genius i i can't the guy who thought that up mm, beautiful okay go ahead
1: yeah this montreal's now is doing his own power rankings i guess four weeks into the preseason um but whatever
0: um i wonder if anyone did the first three weeks
1: yeah i I think a few people did but
0: i'm not salty at all i'm fine
1: i don't really care it's not like we created a new idea but i just thought it was funny no but yeah (laughs) come on um all right so then let's start with real quick go into our um eu picks i i'm in i'm in a different location i'm not in my normal setup i don't have my paper where uh Karina and i made all of our picks because i am currently at home home so we'll have to do that based off of our memory but for the most part i think we kind of know which matches we definitely picked wrong if we look at the very first matchup in the eu scene we see rising lotus versus team queso yes
0: uh interesting matchup mm-hmm. rising lotus Put up a pretty good fight. Spoiler: Team Queso still does win. Right? Um, um,
1: no. Yeah. I. Uh, I uh, uh, you know. I think we are about to. Do you have the screenshot up? I do. So what does it? What does it say?
0: Twelve to fourteen defeat red. So <laughs> Queso
1: lost. Um. You know. You can see here. I, I don't remember. So. I'm watching the video as we speak. <laughs> no, no, they backdoor. Yeah, they backdoor last second, and they win. Queso does. Oh, that's
0: right. That's why I was so confused, because it says defeat, but normally they have, I don't know. Yeah, it's
1: just, that's just, yeah, I think that's just the screen that pops up. No, yeah, Queso backdoors, and they win. Um, but yeah, like you just mentioned, it wasn't really a back-and-forth game. Um, Queso stays, um, not undefe- I don't know, stays undefeated, I almost said stays undefeated, but they're not undefeated. They're- they'll be 6-1, and one, I think, I believe um yes. after that win and then going into sunday they would go to seven and one eight total matches so far um tenno jj hondor tyrus hegman and palmator hegman still in the prz from the original queso hasn't played again i don't personally i like hegman more just because he has that synergy with um i guess no one Oh, Tyrus. Yeah, yeah. Hegman and Tyrus the are originally from the SK roster. But um, anyways, uh, so yeah, that is interesting to see. But that is the first matchup for the EU. I think me and you, we obviously picked that one correct. Yes. Case the next case. game is the one that we got wrong.
0: Yes. Um, Salty Potatoes going up against... Uh, why am I drawing a blank? Equinox. It's, uh, it's, uh, equinox, Equinox. I couldn't think of it as Wolves or Equinox. Yeah, they were. Uh, yeah, but Baby Groot, Baby Groot two, uh, part two.
1: Interesting. So, uh, yeah. Go
0: ahead.
1: Jungler, uh, Jungler mid lane, Baby Groot and Baby Groot part two, both. I don't know where they came from. I don't know who they are. I've never seen them play before, but I guess they are. Uh, they played pretty I've well. I've heard
0: the names before.
1: Um.
0: Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Unless did, salty played bad and throw or did they just did uh equinox just play well like alex ss went 4-0 uh you know baby groot went 3-1 and on that celeste they played pretty pretty good overall like so yeah. was it, is it equinox finally getting up to the level of like salty queso and clash or did salty just have a bad week i mean like what would what do you think
1: i think salty had a bad day on saturday i think um equinox definitely played better at the the addition of baby group and baby group part two baby group was not there for day two just baby group part two so um they and they do lose in the day two I'm, i'm almost positive i have to go back and look but um yeah i think equinox definitely played really well salty kind of struggled. combination of the two i don't think equinox is quite there but they're definitely starting to make some progress in the in the right direction
0: right i would agree with that
1: but it was nice to see Equinox get a win over another team besides, outside of just uh, the Wolves and Equinox battle.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's been going on for a while. So,
1: looking at Wolves, um, they pay a, they pay they play against Clash, and this was another like interesting matchup. It wasn't like they didn't dominate. It was just like an action packed game. You know, there's almost thirty kills. Uh, you know. 29 to 19 on the side of Clash winning. They go ahead and take down the crystal around the 16 minute mark. But everyone from Clash was back, so you had the shot caller back from for Clash. You had the normal teams playing the normal position. So it was definitely interesting see, to see them kind of dominate.
0: Well, did you see the difference though? Is Net played captain?
1: Oh, he did. Yeah. Net- oh, I but Leon guy. plays cap or Leon goes back to captain in day two.
0: Correct. Why are they switching? It's it's preseason. I don't blame them. See what works. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, you know, nothing really hasn't really not worked for them yet. Yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? So, maybe they're just trying to find their strongest comp as far as players. Because, I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, Net, we all know from Fnatic, you know, used to be their main carry. Or, I'm not sorry, not carry. Main captain. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, a lot of potential on this team. The mechanics on this team. Top notch. We've all talked about that. We all know that. So uh, I just thought that was interesting, though, to see him uh, get back in the captain position. So
1: yeah. Well, I mean, Wolves is getting there. They had 18 kills against a strong, you know, the strong Clash team. I think overall macro play Clash definitely um, won and, and proved that they are the better team. So Clash and Queso will be hopefully coming up again. I'm pretty sure in week five. So we'll get to see that once more. I believe, or maybe week five, maybe not. I'd have to, uh, yeah, I'd have yeah. to check my screenshot of the, the matches once again. But either way, Cash and, Clash and Queso are the are definitely still the two teams to watch in EU.
0: Yeah.
1: So, for sure. two for one for both of us coming out of the EU side. Just just missing that Salty Potatoes versus Equinox game. Looking over to NA then for, um, day number one. A lot of action. A lot of interesting matchups happening this is actually- overall.
0: Yeah, because like we had said, Endless graduated from college. Uh, congratulations, Endless. But we didn't get Thank to you. see this live. No. And so I don't know about him. I know for me, I stayed off Twitter all day. So like when we woke up this morning, he's like, so did you hear what happened? I'm like, no. Like I, He's like, can I tell you? And I'm like, no, I don't want you to tell me. I want to watch it. <laughs> and then anyway, he still tells me. And this is when we had Tribe and TSM, spoiler alert, both of them losing. They're getting their first losses on the same day. So uh, yeah, power rankings should be no big deal. Uh, pretty easy to do those.
1: <laughs> power rankings are gonna be a little rough this um, this round, but I like it. I like to see some of those top teams falling, showing a little bit of weakness and some. And uh, you know, overall, Tribe and TSM didn't get dominated. They did throw a little bit. There was a few mistakes here and there. Um, me and you were watching the TSM game going, how does TSM lose this? How does TSM lose this? Like That's there were so many situations where we were just like TSM is kind of turning it around and dominating now and winning team fight after team fight. So TSM losing against Rogue was really interesting. But this first matchup yeah. we are going to talk about is Nova versus Tribe. So Tribe, TSM, one and two, the the teams that we've always people have been like, oh, This people are these people are better. Oh, these you know, it was just always you know, who's the better team, and no one really knows until they play each other. Well, as soon as tribe lost, everyone's like, Ha, TSM is the number one team, blah blah blah. Next thing you know, TSM loses, and everyone's like, Oh crap, (laughs) like that, probably shouldn't have said anything. Um, but. Interesting comp for the most part coming out of Tribe. You know, they have that Adagio. Yeah. Dean Zios plays another weapon power Adagio. You know, he does well on it. 6-2, and two, it was fine. Old school, struggled on the the Celeste in the mid lane. I Love Joseph, a double proc Glaive. I'm not sure if that's the best route to take that just because of maybe having just uh, a full attack and just do a normal weapon power path would be best. Max Green, he does a very heavy defense. Um, Storm Crown only... Catherine and then Gabe does the Tony Captain. So a lot of utility and not a lot of a damage coming out. Once again, you have three members and it's more of the protect the Dienzio, protect the old school comp. And in this case, it just didn't work.
0: Yeah, I'd love to be able to talk to Viziox again and see uh get him maybe back on the podcast at some point, talk about mm-hmm. this comp. You know what I'm saying? I just want to know what he's going through his head. Obviously, he is the um the professional, the you know, the manager, the analyst, whatever, whatever position he actually is. But uh I I would I'm curious to see what he would say about this and why he did this process or why this was picked.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean it definitely is interesting though seeing that uh uh the on the side of Nova, I mean it's not like they dominate either. Truth had a really, really strong game and we're seeing Truth have a strong game once and we're seeing starting over have a strong (laughs) game. It switches off and on. It just depends on the match. Starting one and two on the Crystal Kestrel. Truth 5 and 2 on the Weapon Power box. He stacked up a lot. Eco plays the Finn. We get a little Finn action here showing that Finn is kind of viable. Maybe it will start being played more and more. Delphi goes on this Crystal Idris. He does all right. And then Erica Kane actually did really, really strong on this Reza. And seeing Erica or Lexel come in and start playing with Nova more and more, they're starting to form some synergy. And this team is starting to shape up real nice.
0: Yeah. Um, I. I just want to see the consistency out of them. They've been a little shaky in the beginning, but like you said, they are starting to shape up better. We'll see if they can continue it. That's That'll be the next thing you keep your eyes on, to see if Nova can keep competing with Tribe and, and maybe TSM and being able to uh, fight for those top two spots.
1: Yeah, so let's go ahead then and look at the next matchup. It was Hammers versus... Uh, tilt rehab tilt. obviously looking to finish out the season on all wins trying to make sure they can finish as high as possible going up against hammers you know a weaker team a team that has done a few things when it comes to player switches we have lavar coming in now for the the captain position uh here and or no that's rogue right yeah it's, yeah it's, that's right. rogue sorry 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 but Blue Stacks is the is the main one right now. He's coming in for the side of of hammers. And then uh we saw tilt just and yeah, on Saturday, their full roster was there. Esme eight and one weapon power box carried pretty decently, and Allie got to play on his Finn. We heard on our podcast that Allie loves Finn, but his team doesn't okay. always like playing with it. Finn doesn't scale that well. So maybe he was like, see, look, Nova just beat try with Finn. maybe we should play some Finn. so he got on his fin I'm sure he was happy about that but they won 21 to 6 they take down the hammers and pick up their first win finally so it's definitely much needed for them to get a win under the belt
0: yes they got that win like they had promised us they were going to get a win um yeah pretty much same thing uh I was excited to see Allie Peterson on that Finn. see how that was played out and uh, I guess he had to you know talk pajama into letting them do it but it worked out
1: yeah, Hammers is still doing some rotations, looking to see what works best for them. So I know they're going to figure it out, and maybe it may take them the five weeks of preseason heading into the Season 1 of VPL. But for now, they're just doing some rotations and figuring out which which comp and... or which which player comp works best for them. Right. All right, so <laughs> moving over to the last game, TSM and Rogue.
0: Last one. Um... Yeah, so you know, before this game had started out, they you know, everyone was kind of saying, "Well, TSM's got the top spot because Tribe lost, so they're the better team." Well, not so fast. Um, this this game was was interesting, honestly. the The final score of this is eleven to twenty four in the kills department, and TSM had way more kills. And like you had said, we were like, "How does TSM lose this game?" But Rogue had early pressure mm-hmm. and kind of eliminated a lot of the turrets. End up I mean it was just the perfect storm that you know I, I believe did they get a black claw? I think they got a black claw to push down the middle. Don't quote me on that. Uh, but,
1: let me check, but keep talking.
0: But yeah, they I believe they push no, down the middle don't. and then Oh, they don't. Okay. Oops. Sorry. Anyway, they cleared out the turret on the top lane all the way through armory and they were able to teleport back door. I believe it was Sibs and
1: Evil. Evil.
0: Yeah, Sibs and Evil both teleport boots and get up there and shatter the vein before TSM even knew what was going on. So, Yeah. Well, well,
1: they knew because Hammy and Chuck got back, but they stopped. The other members stopped the recall. They sent basically their two highest damage members up there just to basically focus on the, and they both died immediately. Like they died, but still got the crystal. So it was like, it was a very, very gutsy call. That's why it's rough for me to like really take this loss from TSM too much into account just because, um, you know, you you look and see at Evil 2 and 6. He had a Poison Shiv, an Alternating Current, a Dragon's Eye. Like, it was just a very strange build. Um, Sib's just tons of damage. Louis going, uh, looking at his build on that Weapon Power Grace. And, overall, it was just an interesting game. And TSM definitely made a few mistakes couldn't get back to protect the base and yeah i guess that's one thing they're going to look at for vanguard i mean do you want that to be you know smc they want that thing to be possible do you want two members to be able to backdoor and no matter how many members go back you can't stop the damage come out and kill the crystal um i don't i personally i don't know like it was I think we had a good game going. We had a lot of good team fights, and I personally was kind of sad to see the game end by that way. But I guess that also is another part that makes the game exciting.
0: Right? Yeah,
1: I agree. <sighs> sorry, I was taking a sip.
0: Oh, sorry, I didn't talk long enough for you. To take <laughs> a sip
1: um all right so i mean we look after day one it's definitely like we're gonna have to see what happens in day two see uh you know what we can see out of the teams that lost tsm's not going to play tribe will play though so we're definitely going to see a bounce back from them make sure we can see nova continue to play strong and look towards tilt so there was a lot of things heading into the day two matches um if we go ahead and look at the day two matches though and look at the EU scene, right? Let's go ahead and head back to the EU yeah. scene when it comes to uh, the, the matches that happened. The first match is Rising Lotus versus Team Queso. Nope, that's day one still.
0: I'm I'm working on pulling it up. Honestly, I did not get to watch much of this because I had some house stuff going on, like you know. But, um, house I, stuff? Yeah. I was up and down, not watching, being able to watch it completely. So I'm looking up. The, I didn't get screenshots of them because I wasn't around that much.
1: You didn't get sc- screenshots. Oh, no. That's bad. What happened? Don't worry. You, no one will ever hear what just happened. Oh, out. it's happening time- again.
0: I hear voices in the background.
1: Yeah, my I pulled up Twitch, and then I forgot to mute it. So it was definitely recording that video that automatically plays. Like how annoying it is. Yeah. Say May so 5th. the first
0: match was Equinox versus Queso. Team Queso. Sunday, May 6th.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Team Queso won. Mm-hmm. I do remember seeing that. Second game was Rising Lotus first Clash. Third game was Salty Potatoes versus Wolves. So that helps you out that call.
1: All right. First matchup, like you just mentioned. Um, Equinox versus Team Queso, right? Was that it? Yes. All right. So Queso uh, defeats Equinox. It was a good performance from Equinox, but they couldn't continue the Momentum from day one <laughs> yeah, to try and uh so. to continue it on. So I mean, they played Queso. It's like one of the the better teams in the EU. So it's definitely a hard matchup for them. But hey, if they were able to take that win, that definitely would have been uh definitely a pretty nice victory for them.
0: Right. Yeah, it would have been nice to see him get you know two wins back to back days. But unfortunately, going up against uh, Clash, they had other ideas.
1: Hmm. All yeah, right. No,
0: Queso, I'm sorry, not Clash. Clash. Clash plays, right?
1: Clay-so. Let's just combine them. Uh,
0: Drink another drink. Um, Second matchup? Second matchup?
1: I said, um, and then I paused. So everyone probably thought, like, oh, what happened? Did I lag out? Nah, it was just, uh...
0: I got the screenshot. If you want me to start out, I I can hit this. Go for it. Clash destroys Rising Lotus. (laughs) 13 to 1. T- or it's just under 14 minute game. Black Claw didn't even land. Uh, we do see a Crystal Power Alpha. We don't see that very often in Europe or in A. Uh, lately, I guess I should say. We haven't seen it very often. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also see a Weapon Power Sky, and Net let plays Weapon Power Sky. So we have a different captain. Uh you want to take a guess at who it is, Endless? It's Leon.
1: It's Leon. And he's so good at Walker.
0: Yes, he is. He's very good at Turnwalker, So
1: He had more um, gold than every single one of the members on Rising Lotus <laughs> as a captain.
0: Yes, he certainly did. I didn't see that. It's hilarious. Uh, yeah, so interesting. It I've, I've kind of seen this quite a bit. Um, Clash, they kind of do one person with utility as well. They have two crystal powers and one weapon power, a utility, and then their captain. Rising Lotus has two crystals, two weapons, and then their captain. So some teams, you know, it, it, I would be very interested to talk to, like, the heads of the teams, you know, like like Viziox and, like, Left and people like that and see, like, when do you pull out someone and be like, okay, you're not going to do as much damage this game. You're going to be more of a utility. Versus, okay, we're doing all four people you know, two weapon power or three crystal, one weapon power, how that goes down. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: Yeah, I'm sense? sure it's like a big deal and it, or like a big, it's just more of uh, what the players are comfortable with. Maybe they prefer, you know, people's play styles are obviously specific. Like me, right. I necessarily don't like to have a lot of defensive items and, you know, survive longer and make that type of difference in the match. I'd rather be more of tribe is the prime example. You have three people that are tanky. Do damage, can make some plays, but they aren't the people that need to be necessarily making the big plays and getting all the kills. In this situation, you have this utility Adagio who just has a Storm Crown, boots, you know, shiver seal, um, No wait, yeah, yeah. And then like just other defensive items, so he can slow people, he can heal people, he can get a big all off. You know, that's about it. He goes three and one. He can hold. He can hold his lane down. He can farm minions with the Storm Crown. He can survive because of all of his defense. That's all he's supposed to do. And then when a team fight happens, he throws out a heal for net or on the doom, throws out an ultimate to force a crucible coming out of side of nomad. I mean, there's so much different things that he offers, but he doesn't really offer a lot of just getting kills the whole time. So, yeah. All right. So look at the next game. Then we see wolves versus um, salty potatoes. Uh, we saw, we see, ESP gaming. They're starting to do more and more production things. Now they have some of these little player interviews coming in with some players that are willing to do it. And uh, we saw in this specific matchup, um, let's see, where is he at? Aeon from Salty Potatoes. He uh, said that, you know, Wolves doesn't have anyone particularly skilled on their team. So they should be able to use that to their advantage and just be able to beat them simply because they don't have anyone truly mechanically skilled. So he called them out. Wolves was beating them, actually, for the first 10 minutes of the game. Luckily, P.T. Lamb on the Kashka and Aeon on the Slash were able to do a lot of damage. And then you throw in a Weapon Power Viking, who many, many times sacked up to 25 breaking point on the Baptiste. Was ridiculous. They did a lot of damage towards the late game. Um, Redix is back. He was on the roster originally, but he's never played. This was actually his first two matches uh, of the VPL. So, Reddicks being back is interesting. Kigaza plus the Reddicks. You know, Wolves is looking to have this team start shaping up if they can. Uh, get some more members, you know, playing with them. I mean, Reddix goes two and two. You know, he he does his best with that scarf, but wasn't able to make too much of a difference. So we'll see Wolves continue to hopefully grow. Um, They put up a good fight. There was definitely some chances that Salty should have probably lost that game, but they were able to definitely use their comp correctly and their advantage, and they were able to take down Wolves. Yeah. Key guys on the weapon power adagio. This weapon power adagio, it's either weapon or it's either utility. It's just like people are picking up adagio for like the kit adagio has, but sometimes they want to do the damage and sometimes they don't. That's a crazy thing though. Like even a weapon power adagio is not going to heal that much, but.
0: Right. But it's still a little bit to at least help out. I mean, mm-hmm. not to mention that you get the gift of fire and a little bit of burns. It's, yeah. I mean, it, it all adds up. Like, you know, it's like a, a seriously calculated math problem. <laughs> yeah. Take anything you can get.
1: Um. So they go and they they end the weekend. Then salty one and one, wolves drops both matches. Queso and Clash win both of theirs, and then uh, I think Rising Lotus lost one and one one. I believe. Yes. I I think, but either way. All right. Na. Then let's see if I can find. I don't. Unfortunately, we recorded early enough to where. I know I have one screenshot, but they don't have any of these on their um, main channel yet. Oh, I have here all it is. Them. Yes, I know you do, but I'm not with you to see them, so that doesn't help me necessarily. True. Anyways, True. oh, you know what else is happening that I'm uh, I enjoy is um. Tell me. They don't do draft anymore. Like I think it's genius. Yeah they do this thing where the players are they must draft like while the other game's either going on or as soon as the other game's over and then they just show the picks and bans and they kind of just give a break or or they just kind of give the reaction like oh that's interesting they did this that's interesting they did that personally i like it just because i know some people may not but look flash and tasty have been saying the same thing over and over and over on the desk like Oh, yep, that's not surprising seeing that first ban of Moline. Like, they don't need to do that banner over and over just because we've right. heard it and nothing changes in 3.2 meta for the most part. So, like, them just doing the draft, it smooths, it makes things go quicker, it's smoother, less time for, um, less time for who is it? I kind of blanked out because I was watching this video of Tinker on the – bpl thing that i missed out on um but you just lost time for flash and tasty to go back and forth with their meaningless things that everyone already knows so i think it's pretty sweet
0: yeah i would agree i like the fact that they do that uh i think it also makes the the streams go a little bit quicker so i mean that can't be really that bad
1: tinker plays adagio is he played adagio again or
0: no jewel the second day
1: oh yeah he plays jewel
0: Slimy salamanders don't even get a single kill on the board. Um, <laughs> tribe dominates. It is under 15 minutes, so no black claw needed. Uh, we do see I love Joseph go back on that that kitty cat. And what else? What else we got? Into?
1: <sighs> the main issue is Slimy just is never going to be able to compete if they have this much roster issues. I mean, Tinker, sure, he's probably decent, but not when you're playing at this level, and maybe not when you can't practice enough with the team. So,
0: well. What's up with the freaking Serpent's mask on a jewel? Like,
1: yeah, they they
0: who I'm curious about that. Maybe someone knows a lot more. I mean, obviously, a lot of people. Yeah,
1: a lot of people know a lot more. (laughs) Hey, hey. Someone else just played Jewel and they played Serpent's Mask Breaking Point. It's kind of, I guess, this another build they're doing.
0: I'd call it out on anyone. Like, why you're the, the jewel like. What happened to the old jewel and the with the crit and the thunder? Crit he things low, change. Level.
1: Not everything sticks the same. And the pro players are always the one that find new things and do them. <laughs> that's like me saying, Why don't people play Scarf with boots and three swift shooters? That's because that's old meta. <laughs> Yeah, but I still feel like it'd work. I'm I'm sure it would, but maybe in this situation, Tinker's whole plan is just to survive. So he needs a serpent's mask because he doesn't want to do damage because he knows if he has no defense, he'll just get destroyed because he's playing the probably one of the best teams in North America.
0: He's got defense.
1: Yeah, that's the whole point. All right. <laughs> uh Tribe pretty much destroys them. Status needs to be so around. I mean, higher. status needs to be around in order for Iraqi Mishi, and Zeno, uh, I would yeah. say, to perform at the level that they did originally in the beginning.
0: I would say his status has been car- helping carry that team when he's there. When he's not, it's not so good. Right. And that's quite. A- that's quite evident.
1: Yeah, so tribe they bounced back. I mean, I, I get they bounced back. You know, they lost Saturday, but they bounced back and proved that they dominated. But not really. I mean, uh, they didn't play a Vision team who is actually playing really well right now. They didn't play the TSM or even Rogue, who got a big win. So, or, or Nova. Yeah, right, right. But um, I would say a Slimy Salamanders without everyone there is probably just as weak as a hammers team like i don't know it's just they don't they don't yeah, operate can't, as yeah. a as a close-knit group like they do when status is there because status can offer a, a lot of plays and a lot of playmaking ability but tribe if they go ahead and go um i think they are now let's see They should be now six and one or five and one. One two three four five. yeah they should be uh five and one the six games total now for them but um second game then let's go ahead and move on let's move past this tribe and slimy game we got a uh
0: a tilt rehab game going up against a pvp warrior
1: game <laughs> sorry no yeah i agree but i think the key Dude. is pvp and lightning like that combination yeah, is always yeah, so yeah. good and right tilt just comes out so strong they kind of were definitely winning these early matches they were they were dominating they were definitely controlling the map and then um i don't know you just see lightning t on the um, on the celeste and then pvp on his rona that he plays 24 7 really just go off and make some big plays
0: lightning t was doing so much damage those uh heliogenesis were just ridiculous
1: yeah, Ridiculous. his stunts were pretty.
0: I'm sorry, supernovas.
1: No, no, heliogenesis is his A. His core collapses is B. Core
0: collapse. Yeah. Okay.
1: But were you trying to say stunts? I forget what you're. I didn't know what you were trying to say.
0: No, I was saying the Celeste like, double. Like when you, you know. Yeah,
1: supernova the... and heli- heliogenesis. Thank you. Right, yeah. but he hit some those, stupid those. core collapses, like a couple oh, yeah. a couple of big stuns that I was like, yeah, that just changed that whole fight. <laughs> I mean, you see Invulnerable on the Grampshaw, which is like yeah, it's important, it does things. It's just kind of like that Adagio. He can eat someone and that will change a fight, or he can get like a pretty big proc off in the beginning. But other than that, he's just there to survive and they were able to do uh, some pretty good da- uh, archaic unfortunately wasn't able to do the damage he really yeah. really wanted on that idris i mean idris can be a really really big part obviously he we have a like seven one yeah right he's still good yeah it's just hard like, pajama is the hard. thing that we need to discuss pajama you sucked i'm just kidding <laughs> Uh, I I knew I just had to roast him a little bit because he's on the show. Emma said it, not me. No, but Pajama comes in. Esme, who just did really really well in that Vox not long before, uh couldn't play today. Maybe they were aware. Maybe something happened last second. But Pajama has to fill in. He filled in on a the Kestrel, but didn't go that Crystal path. He went that Weapon Power path, which you don't really see anyone else doing necessarily. That could be something that Pajama's just comfortable with. Clearly Pajama's not doing this day in and day out playing with the team and whatnot. So he he filled in and he tried to do his best. Two and six. He had some nice one shot, one kills. He had a couple that were uh pretty entertaining. But overall, I don't know. I just didn't like rehab's draft overall. Not saying that it was bad, but just, you know, Maokai on the or Maokai on the on that uh Crystal Arden. I don't know. I think he plays other things that are Definitely can make a difference more. He kind of got bullied a lot by PvP on that Rona, and he just really couldn't do much. So, overall, yeah. it was a rough game. And once Lightning T and PvP kind of got to those power spikes, they, they started doing a lot of work.
0: They definitely took the match over with. They took, they took it over by themselves. I mean, pool mm-hmm. bowl, 0 and 5, not that, you know, he played terrible. I just feel like sometimes. As a
1: captain, yeah. I mean, 0 5 not, is not the worst. Yeah. But, um,. We see Tilt not able to do their win out for the rest of the year, unfortunately, but Hey, there's a lot of things that are to be learned. It's, it's hard either way. I I get still, I go back to the whole sub situation, no matter who your subs are, it's hard just to pull the subs in there and play for that weekend. You're, you feel off because your normal team's not there. There's just a few things here and there that are different. So it's hard to be on the same, the same page. And if if you have a person like Pajama who's like, yeah, I used to be that pro, but now I kind of fill in that coach role, sub role, and I, I would rather sub <laughs> as least as possible. Right, right. So no big deal. I know they'd be disappointed from it, but again, it's pre- It's no big deal. Um, they're going to leave preseason with a lot of good experience, and, and they know what uh, what they needed to do in order to uh, improve and continue on to the VPL season one.
0: I'm not going to lie. I'm just really excited to talk about this next game. So
1: The Nova vs. Hammers? Really? Yeah. Why is that?
0: Starting all over is a like, god. Like We were talking <laughs> about the core collapses from Lightning T. Dude, starting all over just was like, you know what? I'll just 1v4 real quick and actually complete it like
1: mm, yeah ridiculous. i just want to know what happens in comps there has to be so many times that eco's like starting don't go in starting i'm not with you starting i had nothing for you and starting's like okay just wa- ho- hey watch this i almost did the classic <laughs> hold my beer watch this but yeah you know you can't, you can't say that with 14 or 15 year olds but um you know you look back at just the the plays he made there was many times that yeah. he killed two people and then uh they continued to come after him one by one and he was just like all right i'll just keep hitting some core collapses i'll perfectly time where my supernova needs to land to absolutely melt you he like blew through a star boys rona like you would think that rona would have maybe more defense he literally like two shot him and with with a heliogenesis and the supernova it was crazy
0: he was putting out massive amounts of damage. Just yeah, that shatter glass was well worth the the buy.
1: <laughs> the spell sword uh, or uh, the spell spitfire and uh the shatter glass combination. Oh, does so, yeah. so much damage. Eric Kane, Lexel, really need to be a shout to him because joining this Nova squad, man, he's been doing better and better. Delphi's just playing on this crawl over and over. Just you know, pretty big comfort pick for him, and he's just he can run around on that rise and. Really know his limits and how what he can get away with.
0: Yeah, Uh I want to talk about a little bit on uh, hammers though as well. It, what do you think about BlueStacks? Like, I just don't know if he's a a good mid laner. I mean, obviously he's good. He's tier ten. He's playing with hammers. Like, I'm not saying that, but like, I feel like he has more potential than what he has done.
1: Yeah, make sense. I think it's just like he's been around for a long time. Like Flash on the desk, he's been around for. While he's, you know, hasn't competed at this level, you know, per se, but he has a chance to prove himself that he is uh, a strong player, you know, maybe he kind of made the decision to take it more serious. And he's just now starting to practice more yeah. and more and trying to get back into the thing. So it could be a slow start for him. I would hope that he can become one of a, a better mid laner and offer a lot for his team. That way, Starboy can have a, some more room to operate. Right now, Starboy just needs a team, a person on his team that can really help him. Uh, and you know, because sh- Starboy just has been really limited. There's a lot of pressure yeah, on yeah. him being that known player. Papa John is able to make some pretty decent plays with that Idris. He plays a lot of Idris, so Papa John is also there. But I think if you can get one more player up there with him, I'm not saying Girls on Boy or Jerami whatever his name is now is bad. He's not. He's he's a decent player, but th- there's just a lot of average players on Hammers that I think once a couple of them can break through and get more and more practice, I think they'll start, you know, pit, picking up better fights against some of the other teams.
0: They don't have that big name who can help lead the team like most other teams do, most other teams.
1: Yeah, Starboy's never had to be the person to lead the team, so it's new for him right. too. He's taking I a mean, he's taking a new role on the team of being that leader as well. Right, yeah. Starboy
0: is probably the most well-known name on this team, and I mean he's well-known. But oh it's yeah, not Starboy like he's is like, very well-known. It's not like he's been oh Starboy mid laner, top two, like or you know or yeah, any, yeah. Or in any position. He's just he's been a name that's been around for a while, but
1: so anyway, he's definitely known for his streams, his humor, and uh and in <laughs> that aspect, he's he's good. He's really good, but he's not like oh you think of Starboy, you think of someone who had like some god triple kills or. Uh, I mean, he was a pretty good captain when he was in that role. Uh, we did see some pretty interesting, cheeky plays from Ico, though. I mean, he had a nice steal on the on the Lyra himself, and Ico is he's making a pretty good name for himself when it comes to making some decent plays on that captain position. And truth in starting, they keep doing these rotations. One day, one of them goes off, the next day, the other. That is what is key for them right now.
0: Yeah, and if they can both do it on the same day, he's... Look out! <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're hoping you're going to hear from Starting and uh, Lone Delphi tomorrow. With um, well, not yeah, tomorrow for you guys. Uh, with Coach left, hopefully we get that recording in today. Uh, as long as the players don't get themselves too busy playing Fortnite or other video games, but um, we'd have a nice we would like to have a nice conversation, especially them coming off of a huge weekend for them. Also, depending at where we put them at in our uh, power rankings, they could be mad at us. I'm not sure yet but well, uh to see yeah i think it's gonna be an interesting conversation that we could have with them especially since starting uh i'm sure he has a lot to say and it'd be it would be nice to get to have him uh talk about a few things within the scene since you know they don't do that many interviews or get to have that much chance to talk besides in chats and just through other professional players so anyways uh that's it for n a right
0: yes that is it for day two of n a
1: All right, well, when we go and look at then the power rankings overall, let's see if I can pull up. Let me pull it up. I haven't even started switching it around yet, but I want to just go over what week three was and what what the big changes are. We can kind of finalize the things that we know. There will be a conversation going with other esports people that we talk to and help make these decisions because I don't want to be roasted completely um i i don't i don't have a problem with uh making some sketchy calls and just sticking to my guns but this one this is the first time that it's been like ooh this this could be tricky
0: so who's number one
1: well i mean i just mentioned that i want to set the things that i know for sure and you start with who's number one that's the one thing we don't know (laughs) uh
0: yeah you're right no we do we do we know this
1: number all one. right so number eight hammers are gonna stay at the bottom for sure tilt rehab will stay right um, right above them with their first victory currently rogue was number six but rogue also just beat TSM I think slimy is gonna be officially dropped back down to number six slimy will be um as soon as my finish the rest of my that was loud will just happen hello uh- what you do?
0: I uh, accidentally unplugged my thing somehow.
1: Huh? I don't know. That was loud. S- so sorry. So sorry.
0: We're good now, though.
1: Okay. Well, glad you're there still. Um, <laughs> so, back to my original point. Sami Salamanders dropping back down to number six. Um, Vision. Ooh this is when i need to like write everything out and actually be able to make these decisions because i think vision is probably better than rogue i think vision will definitely stay above rogue even though rogue beat tsm i just i
0: agree like you can't put too much weight into it like yeah T- i mean you can't put rogue number 1 just because they beat tsm like people have bad days and people play better like mm-hmm. let's be honest with ourselves tsm who's the better team between tsm and rogue it's tsm right right so I mean, you can't. Yeah, I get it. Like Rogue beat the best team out there according to last week's rankings, but that happens.
1: Nova beating TS or Tribe though definitely kind of solidified that number three spot for them. If we do keep them at number three, it's hard to put them yeah. above Tribe just because. Um, I mean, maybe we will. Look the first time they played each other. Yeah, I mean,
0: look at the records though too. I mean, you gotta you gotta factor that in. Like just because someone beats someone. I mean,
1: they only have one more loss. Yeah.
0: What happens if Hammers comes in next week and beats TSM? Do we move Hammers above TSM? Hell no.
1: Well, no, but you're also looking at a Nova team that has, um, four wins, so two. I mean, they they they've one less win and one more loss. That's not that big of a difference. But Uh, they stay below them because the other ones have more wins. Yeah. The TSM and Tribe is the conversation that I might just leave them where they are at number one and number two and number three. The TSM, the only thing that's going to change once again is our mid-pack. I think Vision's number four for sure. we see Tribe, we'll see Rogue at number five, and we'll see Slimy at number six. Slimy will lose that position if Tilt finishes out, possibly. I don't know, that all just depends. It's going to be interesting to see what happens for sure.
0: Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting.
1: So that conversation is going to happen. You'll get those uh, early of this coming. You'll probably see them by now. It's Tuesday when you're listening to this. Those are probably already been released through Broken Myth and uh, my channel. So hopefully by then we've, we've settled the debate about who's number one. It's like Creed was saying, even though Nova and Rogue picked up big wins, Rogue especially, they've had some bad losses. So they can't be that top three position. Nova makes a good argument for Hopping Tribe since that was the first time they've played. Um, But also Nova's two losses are against, let's see, Nova's two losses are against Rogue and TSM. So really only one of those losses is a bad loss, which is Rogue, but Rogue just beat TSM and TSM beat Nova. So now we just have like this three-way tie situation and eventually you just got to look at Who's the strongest? And actually, and I know this is crazy, this is a VPL preseason power rankings, but we're going to pull in other things as well. And ton- on mm, Sunday night, so, I mean, for us, crew tonight, that's tonight. But for all of you, has already happened. But Tribe and TSM played for the NACL championship. So... That will be, you know, that's a best of five. That's worth five hundred bucks and some ice, like so. That's definitely these teams are going to take that serious. Like they definitely want to pick up that first, their first yeah. cash prize pool of the season. So, um, or I guess Viz probably had a, a cash pool for them. But, um, anyways, like I think I, I think it's going to be an interesting situation to see a best of five. We're not going to have one of these best of ones where that first draft is the only thing that matters. We're going to have maybe our situation where we get off meta stuff thrown in there to try to throw someone off when you're in that fourth game and it, you're kind of throwing that desperate things in that you haven't shown anyone yet so that's going to be big if we see tsm wipe tribe off the board tsm is going to be very very solidified in that number one spot so it's going to mention see there's going to be a lot going into play we're definitely going to come back to that overall but we're in that 50 minute mark already we've gone over this um this week four, it was insane. We had some crazy losses in NA. Definitely a step back for a few teams. And the aspect of, hey, if we maybe get a little relaxed, some of these teams that are, you know, starting to come together are definitely gonna put us for a run for our many. So TSM and Tribe definitely be keeping their stuff together. Rogue, they're still up there. Evil, like I said, he went two and six. He didn't dominate. He definitely had an interesting build. It was an interesting route. He had some help from his teams with an interesting backdoor. So yeah. that win is a little less serious for me than what Nova did against tribe and uh, tribes going to have to take a look at that draft and decide, you know, how much interesting things do we try against a team that maybe can uh, uh, have a player just play out of their mind, like truth and starting all over can do. So I don't know, do you have anything else for this week for, and uh, this is our, second to last prediction or recap episode this week will be our last prediction episode though until the start of season one because season five will be the end of um will be the end of this whatever yeah
0: five season five. we know we know right
1: Hmm.
0: it's kind of crazy how fast it went though
1: oh yeah it went by real fast yeah we'll get i don't think
0: i have anything else on four
1: well, I'm glad it was a good, interesting weekend. I'm glad it wasn't just the same old stuff. And even right. EU switched up a little bit. So I think that's all we have for this episode 104. A little weird, different situation. Obviously, me not being in my normal place. A lot going yeah. on. So sorry for the been- weird things happening off and on. It wasn't our. It wasn't our best effort. But guess what? Yeah. It's been 104 episodes. We can't be perfect every time. So we'll be better tomorrow hopefully with a lovely interview we'll bring you and maybe that interview will hold off and throw it in with our prediction episode i make all those decisions once i realize on times and how long i want the episodes to be i just don't want them to be crazy longs for the listeners i want you guys to be able to knock these out within that hour window so if and especially with na being so short this upcoming week five for uh, na because if there's not all the teams are playing we won't be able to Maybe not talk for a half hour for that uh, prediction episode, so maybe I'll throw in a half hour interview with that half hour prediction. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. If you if guys. the
0: on there, it may be much longer than a half hour interview.
1: That's true. It could be a nice, fun, troll <laughs> episode <laughs> with the three members. But uh, we'll just play that by ear. Other than that, right now it's Tuesday for you guys. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Week 5 is upon us. Last week in a preseason. And uh, we'll talk with you soon. Cheers, man. Thanks for tuning in to Time for
0: Rolling. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play Music and subscribe for weekly episodes. Follow us on Twitter at Time for Rolling and at TFR underscore esports. Until next week for another edition
1: of Time for Rolling.